started and stopped this episode so many times, let me tell you, trying to figure out what outfit I wanted. I didn't put on makeup today because, honestly, I'm feeling very... I'm kind of tired today, but like a relaxed tired, so it's good. And this episode might be a little bit shorter than the other ones, but hold on, let me get my notes out real quick, make sure I'm doing the right stuff. So... Honestly, these past two weeks have been pretty rough. The weeks leading up to me recording the episode about my toxic ex-relationship, I had so much anxiety about it. And for me, anxiety often shows itself in my dreams. So I was having really vivid, really crazy dreams. My ex was in my dream like every night. It was really overwhelming. And then when I sat down to film the episode, I was actually feeling really confident. And I, I rewatched the episode like three times and I was like, you know what? This episode is not about like bashing my ex because I'm not angry at them at all. I don't have any beef with them. Like there's nothing wrong between us. And so I was like, that's not what this episode is even about. So even if they were to get upset at me, like, I know that this isn't what the episode is about. And if they take it negatively, then that that just shows that they're still immature. So I don't know. <sighs> and then when I, when the episode went out on Wednesday, I actually felt like a huge weight off my shoulders. I felt really good about it because that episode was to validate my own experience but also to validate your experience if you if you've been through something similar if you're going through something similar it was for you guys my thrivers the new name i've chosen for you you guys it was not for my ex it was not for me seeking vengeance whatever the frick on them like that wasn't what it was about so i've relaxed a lot since then um, but within the past couple days, to my knowledge, I think that, um, my ex has blocked me on social media. <laughs> and honestly, when I got that notification, I was in the car with my family and I was like feeling kind of overwhelmed and I was feeling kind of bad. Honestly, I'm just explaining how my mind works. I'm going to be honest and, and truthful with you guys and what I, with what I experience and what, with what I go through. And I was feeling kind of overwhelmed. I kind of like felt bad for him because I, I didn't want to upset him. I didn't really want him to watch it. And I've, this sounds like kind of egotistical, but like I've never really had people leave me. Like I've never purposefully hurt somebody. People haven't decided to leave my life. And so when he blocked me, I was like, oh. And honestly, I felt really overwhelmed that day, but um, I had a talk out with my mom and we just were, she was validating me and my reasons for doing that episode and how it was just for my listeners and not for him. So it, doesn't, it didn't matter. So after that, I've been feeling a lot better. And now after having all that anxiety and overwhelming dreams and all that stuff, 
I'm finally just like, my mind is relaxing. So today I'm feeling a little tired, but I've lit my candle back there. I've got a nice vibe. I've still got my Lizzo record up. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see. And I angled the camera a little bit differently because I'm a little slouched because I'm a little tie tie. That's how I say tired. I say I'm a little tie tie. So I have this, you can see my yellow chair finally. Um, but yeah, so I appreciate you guys and all your support you've given me throughout all my episodes, even from the start before I even had episodes out, but especially with that last episode, I've been given a lot of um, love and support and positive messages and people that I don't talk to often have reached out and said that they could relate and that they love me and sh they're showing their support. So thank you so much for all of that. I really, really appreciate it. And I was thinking about like hanging up a bunch of like messages from friends and from you guys the th my thrivers and just like positive me messages I've received over the years and just like cutting it out printing it and putting it on my wall as a reminder of all the the love that I have in my life which is a great segue into this episode because this episode is all about self-love and prioritizing yourself and putting yourself first in whatever you're going through. First of all, let me do the introduction to the episode. <laughs> Welcome back to Anxious and Thriving, you guys. This is the podcast where we normalize conversations about anxiety. I'm your host, Casey, and I really just want to help you guys with this episode learn about how to prioritize yourself and just start loving yourself. Start learning learning self-love practices, start developing self-love, and really putting yourself first is going to help you through anxiety, help you through whatever you're going through. So for me and myself, putting myself first is how I've started to overcome my anxiety, how I set boundaries for myself, how I move on from relationships, how I set expectations for my next relationships, and how I got rid of like 90% of my anxiety at work. Like seriously, you guys, whatever you're overcoming or going through, say it's like work stress or an ex-relationship, toxicity, school friends, toxic friends, or sorry, school stress or toxic friends. I'm going to give you a step-by-step -step list that you can follow so that you can put yourself first in all aspects of your life. And it's taken me till, um, what am I, 24? I'm 25 in a month, that's weird. Um, but it's taken me a long time to get to where I am now. And it's taken me through all of my hardships, all my toxic relationship, all the relationships, school, all this stuff. And literally, probably, I mean, since 2019, since my, my big anxiety and depression year, I've really started growing from that. But, like, since my my ex, uh, I think I've said this before, I had, like, um, I have had a couple of dates. I've had just, like, casual relationships. Um, but really, at the end of the day, I've always gone back to myself for whatever reason that those things didn't work out and I've been okay being independent and this all these things that I've learned that I'm going to teach you is really to help you also become independent and to feel comfortable and feel okay with being independent and I don't mean independent where like you shouldn't rely on other people that's not what I mean you should always seek help when you need it but like independent 
meaning like you're confident in yourself, you love yourself, and you can still have off days and still love yourself. Like, I get insecure about my body. I get insecure about the way my voice sounds on podcasts. I get insecure just, like, walking down the street when there's strangers. Like, I'm not I'm not saying you need to become this, like, perfect version of yourself. But you just need to love yourself for who you are. And I have really bad anxiety, but I love myself. And I feel very confident. And, of course... Your entire life is going to be growing experiences. You're never going to get to one point and be like, oh my god, I'm fixed, I'm perfect, I've overcome all this stuff, and now I'm good. No, like there's always going to be courses of ups and downs, and life is going to throw new challenges at you because the universe knows that you can handle it and that you're ready for that new growth period. So ever since I'd say like, January of 2021 I've had this like revelation where I just feel like very enlightened I feel more spiritual I feel very connected to energy and to the universe and just to myself like to my own soul in this body that I'm in I'm learning like breathing techniques and I'm just really focusing on me and what I deserve and what doesn't deserve me I've kind of flipped my feeling about how I view relationships I now view it as they were lucky to have been in a relationship with me. Or they were lucky that I chose them. See what I mean? It's like changing your mindset, changing the way you think about yourself, about your situations that will help you propel you through life. Look at this. I should be some sort of motivational speaker. Hello? Someone someone signed me up for the next college graduation speech. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I'd say step one to putting yourself first and learning self-love would be to n- don't ignore your feelings. When you're going through really, really hard shit, don't ignore your feelings. That's only going to make it harder to move on. And this could be about anything. This could be if you're like overwhelmed at work. This could be if you are dealing with challenges in your friendships this could be if you're trying to move on from your ex relationship don't ignore whatever you're going through it'll only prolong the process of those feelings or like they'll just come back like i'll, I'll just use my ex as a as an example like i had to go through those five months of getting over them of feeling really depressed and really anxious and there were times when i like this, this, of course, was my fir- first and only relationship, so I was really, really trying to move on and trying to forget him, but literally, I would think about him every single day. If not, I would think about him in my dreams, <laughs> like he would always be there, and I just, I, I missed having him because I was so used to having him, so my, I would just, my mind was repeating everything about our relationship and I was just feeling really sad. And it's the same thing with, like, if you are... Me and my roommate talk about this a lot. If you're, like, really anxious and nervous for a job interview and you, like, try to mask that and you try to, like, hold that feeling down to not, like, present have it present itself in the interview, it's only going to make you more nervous. 
And something I actually heard about a while ago is like if you are nervous for something, whether it be like a date or an interview or whatever it is, uh, presentation, if you're feeling really anxious and nervous, pretend that feeling is excitement because inside our bodies, that's the same kind of like feelings we get when we're excited. So like just pretend that you're really excited for something and um, over time things will change. And again, prioritizing yourself and putting you first in everything will will take those, I'd say most of those stresses away. Of course, you're always going to be, there's always going to be stress. But with me, I was, I was so overwhelmed sometimes with like trying to be a perfectionist. That's another thing that I didn't mention in my empathy episode is that if you're an empath, you're often a perfectionist. I definitely am. And at like work... In the beginning, at least, of my job, and still towards the end, like in in meetings, let's say, like I really wanted to make sure that I was I was involved in the conversations, I was speaking up, and what what I was saying was important and worth their time, and so I'd get really, really overwhelmed for like team calls, Zoom meetings, or back before COVID when they were in person, but like over time. I started to think like, okay, they don't, they don't care, like, they, they're not thinking about all this stuff. I mean, every single person is probably anxious in some way, and they're thinking about what they have to say. It's like the same thing with uh, if you're in a classroom in high school, and it's almost your turn when they're doing attendance, and you have to say here, literally probably everybody's thinking like, oh my god, it's almost my turn, it's almost my turn, I have to say I'm here, oh my god, how am I going to say it? In a high-pitched voice, deep voice, quiet, loud, I don't know. but just like overall just being in the moment with your feelings whatever you're going through and I posted a TikTok on my story on my Instagram at at anxious and thriving go follow me if you're not already if you're not already um but it was like if you're feeling overwhelmed and it was like this picture of a weight as a necklace that someone was wearing and it's like if you're feeling overwhelmed it's okay to feel that for a minute for a day, or for a month, however long it takes, but then you throw that bitch in the ocean, (laughs) and then it's off your chest, and you can move on, so take the time that you need to feel however you're feeling, it's okay if it's negative, you don't always have to be a positive person, you don't always have to have positive thoughts, whatever you're feeling is valid, and you just need to go through it sometimes. Step numero dos would be do at least three things a day for you. And I learned this, I think, from a podcast or from Instagram or TikTok. Honestly, I find everything from TikTok. I feel like TikTok teaches me more than my public school education ever did. That's facts, honestly. Um, But this is something that I've given advice to for my friends, something that I incorporate into my day-to-day life is doing at least, I used to say two, but now I'm going to change it to three. Three things a day for yourself that you like to do. So first thing in the morning, and they don't have to be these grandiose things. Like you could wake up and you could make your favorite coffee. And that could be the thing that you like to do for yourself. And over time, you can change it to like, okay, maybe I'm going to make my coffee, but I'm also going to like... um read my favorite book at my kitchen table for 10 minutes before I go to work. 
you start incorporating more and more things into your life because you you'll start to realize once you prioritize yourself you stop prioritizing other things that freaking capitalistic mindset horrible this whole whatever country and capitalism has set on us to prioritize making money and to prioritize having a job over everything else and especially as an empath, once you prioritize, that's a hard word to say, yourself, you'll stop prioritizing other people and other people's feelings. And that's like a huge thing for an empath. I always put other people first. And now I'm starting to be like, well, no, but I matter too. So I'm going to put me first. Um, so yeah, one thing in the morning, coffee, going for a walk, whatever it is. And then halfway through the day, do something. And I was talking to my personal trainer. Yeah, I see a personal trainer. Look at my arms. Oh, strong. <laughs> I just did arm day today. Oh, my God. No, they're, they're still noodles. Um, but I was talking to him and he was like, actually, like, if people are sitting all day at a job or whatever it is, you really should be, like, getting up and walking or doing jumping jacks or whatever you want to do every single hour. But what's tricky and annoying is that a lot of people are stuck in this um, capitalistic mindset. I don't blame them because that's how we're grown up. That's how we're taught to be, is to put our work first and to be perfectionists. But, like, they're all wrapped up in their head. And they think they have to be at the computer all day to show that they're, they're performing well. When really you should be getting up every single hour. For me, getting up once and, like, taking a walk outside, I'm, like, I'm taking too long. Like, I can't. I can't be outside anymore. I have to go back in and go at my desk. Or, like, my office was weird when I was uh, in person at my full-time position. And, like, people were often walking by. And whenever some, I would hear, like, the door. Because I was kind of in, like, a, a back office. There was, like, a... Uh, it was like a shared kitchen or whatever, kitchenette, leading to more mailboxes. And my office was kind of randomly placed there. And so people would open the door to the main hallway, walk past my office to go to the kitchenette or go to the mailboxes. So whenever I'd hear that other door open, I'd be like, oh. Like, even if I wasn't doing anything wrong, if I was slouching or if I was on my phone for like five minutes, I'd be like, oh, I have to, I have to go back to work. I have to look like I'm being productive, which is so horrible. It's such a horrible thing that we've put on ourselves. So I would at least try to like go for a walk halfway through the day. I had a gym at my office, so I'd go to the gym. I'd call my mom. So this, you can incorporate this multiple times throughout your day, but like if you're just in the beginning of your self-love journey then I would say try at least two things a day or three things a day so something in the morning and something at night to start off like I I when I was really stressed out in 2019 I like had to have time for me to watch like my favorite YouTube channels or my favorite Netflix show I like had to be with myself I'd say I'm an ambivert which is like in between extrovert and introvert, I'm probably more intro. Well, I don't know. I used to say that I was more introverted because when I was like at 
parties or at family gatherings or just with friends, depending on the vibe. And I'm like intuitive. I can tell pretty quickly what the vibe is and what other people are like if I don't know them. Sometimes I'll, f- I'll feel like I need to be invited into the conversation to feel comfortable in myself. But other times I'll just like, I'll feel comfortable and I'll be fine, like just speaking up for myself and starting and like putting myself in the conversation, you know. And actually the other day I was at a dinner with completely new people. One of them I knew, but I was at a dinner uh, with new people and one of those friends watches my podcast or listens to my podcast. So hi, Um, that dinner was really, really fun. Um, But I was like totally myself right away. And I think that also has to do with, like, me knowing the vibe of the room. Like, I could tell that these people were really cool. But also, I think it's just because I'm, I am learning self-love in a new way. Like, ever since me getting over my ex and, like, me being in, I've been in situationships. That's a new term I've learned. It's not a relationship, I guess. It, It was a situationship. So I've been involved in different things, different challenges, and I was learning self-love back then ever since my I was getting over my ex, but like recently I'm learning a new type of self-love where I'm completely okay with being myself at all times because I'm not always thinking about how other people will react to me if they'll like me. And this also has to do with me finally discovering and really doing research on what being an empath is. I'm just like rediscovering a new way of self-love and I think that's really really cool and so at night my third thing that I do is um, I actually really did used to meditate and I'm going to talk about that more Um, listen to music oftentimes though it'll be I'll sit down with like my favorite YouTube channel or episode or whatever I have these orange lights well I have these lights under my desk that change color but orange is the mood orange is the mood for like relaxation and then I have my salt lamp and then I have my oil diffuser that I'll put lavender oil in and I will just relax with my favorite episode of whatever I also need to go back to reading because reading does really help too but incorporate at least two to three things during your day that you really like to do and that'll start to help you with prioritizing you Versus prioritizing your job or your schoolwork or whatever you're going through. Now, step three would be to set boundaries for yourself. This one's really big. So, like, it's okay to say no hanging out to hanging out with friends. It's okay to say no to a request from a coworker, and it's okay to want time for yourself in a relationship. Those three are really big. And I'm, like, a a pretty big communicator. I, myself, love, like, I'm, as a Gemini, whatever. Is it about astrology? I don't know. But Geminis love communication. I love when people are honest with me. I love having, um, like, deep conversations with people. I just like being open and honest. So that's just what I expect back in return. Of course, sometimes being, like, honest about your feelings is not the easiest thing to do, and I recognize that. Um... But, like, for me, I'm very open, like, if my friends are inviting me to hang out, whatever, and I'm just really not down for it, I'll be like, actually, I'm feeling really tired today. It was really, I had a really overwhelming day, like, I I don't think I can go. 
even if you've already said yes, and I still struggle with this because it actually happened kind of recently where I had committed to a hangout with friends and then the day of I was feeling like really, really, really anxious and I had to be like, you know what, like I really want to be there, but I, I just can't today. Like I, I can't. And sometimes it's good to step outside of your comfort zone and sometimes it's not. Some Like you have to learn your boundaries and learn what works for you. Because like someone with social anxiety, it's good to get out there and learn how to socialize with people and make new friends and get comfortable with that uncomfortableness, if that's a word. But honestly, sometimes it that's not the best idea and it's okay to just want to be with yourself or be alone or be in your room and doing nothing instead of like going out and drinking and having a party, whatever. Like, it's totally okay, and it's totally okay for that to be your answer. You don't need to come up with some fake answer being like, oh, sorry, like, actually, I'm visiting a cousin today. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, if, if we're friends, like, I hope that you feel comfortable enough, at least, like, for me, to tell me that, like, you're just not up for it right now or today. And that's totally fine with me. I have zero judgment. So I will not care. I've heard this a lot from my roommate also um, about dealing with requests from coworkers. It's like, as a young adult in a career, oftentimes people will like throw you the busy work or they'll give you extra projects because they don't want to deal with it. They have other stuff to do. You're kind of a less than, which is stupid. I hope that your job and your work doesn't treat you like that. I'm not saying mine did, but like it happens. And so, I mean, certain things would happen to me where I would say like if I was doing working on a really big project that was due like that week and that was my priority and I'd still get all these, I'll say, quote, side projects or like requests from people that they'd want like that day. And me being me, I'd always be like, in my head at first, I'd be like, there's no way I can do this. Even though it's a quote, small project, it's still going to take up 30 minutes of my time, which takes away from this other big project that is a priority for me. And I wish that I could have vocalized that. But honestly, I would say like, yeah, I can do it. It's fine. So I'm starting to learn to not do that and that it doesn't make you any less of a valued employee. It doesn't mean that you're you're not doing your job right. It doesn't mean that you're not a hard worker. It just means like you're setting boundaries for yourself and ultimately that will help in, with your coworkers not taking advantage of you. And like saying that you have other work shows your dedication. So it's okay to say no to those things. The third thing that I had said was it's okay to set time for yourself in a relationship. I'm still learning how to do that. I'm not in a relationship right now, but with my ex-relationship and with my, we'll just call it a situationship that I had recently. (laughs) I won't really get into it. There might be an episode where we talk about situationships and hookups and dating and dating apps. There definitely will, but it's not today's episode. Um... But I, I still, even though I've, I learned after my ex-boyfriend that I, I recognized that I, I put him first in everything, I was still doing it with 
this new person that I was kind of with, not really, but I would put their feelings before mine all the time. And I didn't realize until, well, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Have you guys heard of like attachment styles? And I'm not an expert. I'm not going to really talk about them. But like the one that keeps popping up is either like avoidant attachment style, which is something that I've seen from other people. And then I've heard of anxious attachment style, which might be me. I honestly don't know. It's like if your partner doesn't text you for a day, you're like, they hate me and they're going to leave me. I don't think I think that dramatically, but I do think like something might be wrong. And as an empath, I'm always like, always, always, always thinking of the other person. So like, say they're not a good texture. I'm like, okay, I did something wrong. Mm, what happened? <laughs> Though I've learned from the specific re- situationship that I was in quote involved with. I don't know the verbiage really. This is, it's, it was a weird thing that happened. Um, But, like, I learned that, like, there's nothing wrong with me. It was what was going on in their minds. And so I really just need to learn how to set that boundary in relationships. Because I value, when I'm not in a relationship, I value the time that I have with myself. Like, I really need me time, I find. that that's, like, that's the third thing that I do at the end of the day for myself. I need my me time. Like, when I used to be in the office and I'd come home and me and my roommate would hang out, we'd, like, watch a couple episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender, best show on the planet. Thank you. Go watch it if you haven't. If you haven't, are you insane? Anyways, (laughs) we'd watch a couple episodes and then I'd be like, I, and I would still had, I'd still, I still struggled with it. Because really, I would have preferred to say, watch one episode and then go upstairs and like be just with myself and watch something else just by myself. Like I, I need that me time and I've, I've learned that, that I need that. So setting boundaries for yourself is totally okay in this whole process of self-love and prioritizing you. Step four would be to journal and meditate. So writing out your feelings and what happened during the day can help validate us and our own experiences and it allows us to see our progress over time. And when I was really going through it in 2019, I had this like anxiety journal where I would write out what happened during the day, how I was feeling, I'd give it a color and the color meant like whatever mood I was in that day or I'd like... If I was sad in the morning, angry in the afternoon, calm at night, there could be multiple colors per day. And then, but I'd always write like what I was grateful for. You can also substitute that out with like what I love about myself is or what I'm grateful for is. Whatever like a positive statement at the end. Um, that really helped me. And now let me get out my, my journal here. Look how cool this journal is. It's got, like, um, have you ever seen those, like, paper-making TikToks? Like, look at that paper, if you're on YouTube. It, oh. It's, like, that handmade paper that, like, here, can you... Oh, that sound! Oh, my God, that sound is amazing. Does it smell? It smells, uh, it smells like leather, kind of, because <laughs> the cover's leather. Um... But now I journal, and I need to get back into it. I haven't done it, actually, probably in, like, a month. 
Um, but I journal how I'm feeling, what I'm going through, and it really helps me validate my experiences and my feelings, and it walks me through what happened during the day, and it helps me to remember things that I've dealt with, and again, the whole progress thing, like, if you journal, if, if you're new to journaling, like, I don't want to say, like, journal once a day, I'd say get in, start getting, used to journaling and then if you can journal once a day either like when you wake up in the morning (sighs) excuse me I told my mom the other day that burping is going to be a thing for every episode like I really can't and right now it's because I'm hungry isn't that weird let me know if you burp when you're hungry thank you I, I need people that I can relate to anyways so yeah I I would say get into a habit of journaling it can be it can be um you can be slow to start with it, just get used to it, maybe write a couple sentences a day. Um, but for me, I really like to journal at least once a day. Um, and then meditating is huge. Meditating allows us to be fully with ourselves. You can play your favorite relaxation music in the background, take deep breaths, but also... Meditating doesn't have to be sitting down and breathing like your typical like yoga poses. It can be going for a walk. It can be taking a shower. It can be reading a book. For me, it can be watching my favorite YouTube channel at the end of the night. Like it can be whatever you want it to be. It's just having a set time for yourself. And you can literally set a timer if you want, if you want to practice, if you want to not like be tempted to check your work emails, to check your phone, whatever it is. Like, you can literally set a timer. Five minutes, three minutes, two minutes, one minute. It can be literally whatever you have time for. And again, as you start to practice all these things and start learning and developing self-love, you'll make more time for these kinds of things because you'll realize you matter the most out of everything on this planet this is probably my favorite episode so far honestly because like when i start talking about stuff like this i get like really excited about it and i get really into it and honestly like i'm getting somewhat emotional about it and like i've just i've just become okay that i'm a very emotional person and that i feel a lot of things and when some people don't cry during certain parts of movies i am bawling my eyes out and i've become okay with that but like literally you have your your soul right you're in this body you'll never have this body again right how cool is that you're the only you that's out there even if you have a twin you're still the only you okay so it's just like you have to build that relationship with yourself the relationship with you comes first because you're always going to have you it's just like it boggles my mind this whole like i could talk about this for hours on hours on hours on hours journaling and meditating leads me to step five which is to start manifesting so manifesting is believing that you can have whatever you want in this life believing that you've achieved your goals so for example let's say your goal is I want to become a famous singer and play in concerts, but your manifesting statement is, I became a famous singer and I sell out big stadiums for my concerts. 
So it's taking those goals that you have in the future and putting them in the present and believing that you've already achieved all these things. And by taking those those goal statements and putting them in the present, like you, you're achieving them right now, really helps you to like believe in yourself and believe that you can actually get there. In my journal, instead of like writing out how I felt during the day, and actually I did that a lot on my phone too. Um, so my phone notes I'll now do for like, if I'm missing somebody, if I'm like, I don't know, if I'm upset at somebody, if like, it's mostly about like guy problems on my phone, <laughs> but like, it'll be the, the things of like what happened during my day and like validating my feelings. And then this journal will be for, oh God, I just whacked the microphone. This journal will be for my manifesting statements. So let me just like flip through a couple pages. Let me find something good. Let me find some good statements here in here for you. Okay. And so these statements, it's really good to write them out. Like it's one thing. It's one thing. Yes. Okay. It's one thing to write them out, to say them in your head, but like really truly starting to believe in what you're writing is the biggest thing. And once you start doing it repetitively, you really, really do start to, like, believe that you can have anything in this life. And manifesting and self-love kind of go hand in hand, I'd say. Or, like, confidence and manifesting. Because you can write all these statements saying, like, Oh yeah, I'm rich. I'm famous. I live in a big house. I have a big family. I have a great boyfriend. But it's like, if your mind is, like, telling you, like, Oh, I hate myself. Like... I'm ugly, I'm I'm not good for other people, nobody loves me. You're not in the right mindset to be manifesting. Like, yes, start. Like, if you are in a bad place, totally, definitely, 100% start manifesting. Though it will take you time to actually start believing in what you're writing and what you're saying to yourself. Because it takes that time to learn self-love and confidence and being okay with you and how you are 100% with all, with all your flaws. You gotta love your flaws. So once you get to a point where you really start believing all that stuff about yourself, that you're just an amazing human, your manifesting will start to soar and take flight and to start actually working. Like, I'm serious. This isn't a joke. <laughs> like, manifesting seriously works. So here are a couple... Um, these are, you can also say affirmation statements. Affirmation statements just like say more things about like yourself and how you are. Like, for example, I am beautiful. I am dazzling. I am enchanting. I am mesmerizing. I attract. Those are all things that like affirm how you are. Is that a word? I'm so bad at English. Like, it just validates like who you are as a person and just like it's it's positive talk for yourself i think those are what affirmation statements are if i'm wrong sorry <laughs> but manifesting statements are like believing that you already have everything that you want in this world that you already achieved everything like putting your goals from the future into the present anyway okay so these are a mix of the two statements i'm gonna just keep reading them i am beautiful i am dazzling i am enchanting I am mesmerizing. I attract. I raise my vibrations. 
I have amazing friends. So now these start to sound more like manifesting statements. I have amazing friends. I have an amazing dog. I live in a new amazing city. I have an amazing partner. I have an amazing brand and business. I have an amazing personality and I can do anything. I have a couple more that are really good. Wait, let me find them. Okay. Oh, wait, you know that song? Is it? Wait, who is it? I don't know who it is. I don't want to get it wrong. But you know the song? It's like, I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. I am not gonna... I am not gonna... Dun, dun, dun. I am gonna go make that bag. And I am not gonna take your shit. Is that the lyrics? <laughs> anyway, a lot of people use those for manifesting statements. So like I say in this journal, I say, I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. And then I go on to say, I'm in a loving and healthy relationship. I am my own boss. I'm so successful. I connect deeper to the universe and spirituality. Uh, this is a an, uh, manifesting statement from uh, TikTok. I don't really know how I feel about it, but it says, I don't chase. I attract. What belongs to me will simply find me. Um, I believe in it. Yes. I don't chase, I attract, raising your vibrations, your energy, putting it out into the universe. What belongs to me will simply find me. Uh, yeah, I talk about how I feel in here, like in this moment, I feel very happy, I feel calm, I feel energized, I feel at peace. Let me look for some more manifesting statements though. Oh, I like spilled the water in here or something. Um, I'm abundantly wealthy. Uh, I'm fit and healthy. I got toned in my abs and I have a thicker butt. Lols. I'm in a loving, healthy relationship. Uh, I can't read my own handwriting. Oh, I freelance my video editing, make money from YouTube and my podcast. A lot of money. I'm living in a new city and country. I'm traveling a lot. Oh, wait, is this something? Um, I say I talk about wealth a lot. Which is totally fine. I'm abundantly wealthy. I'm in a new city and country. Or country. I have my own brand and business and it's flourishing. I have 1 million subscribers on YouTube. I started a podcast and it's doing really well. I'm in a loving, healthy relationship with someone or myself. All my income comes from videos, photography, and podcasts. And I have a dog. Yeah, I really want a dog. <laughs> once I have money and once I'm by myself or have my own place, I want a dog. It has to be an allergy-friendly dog. So, like, um, what are the... If it has hair versus fur or something. Or, like, a do, like a golden doodle or something. I think I can, I can get. Um, but anyways, those are manifesting statements. I definitely encourage you to write them down. Just so you remember them and just so it starts sticking in your head and like then you can start like I've heard and I have to start doing this for myself. But like when you wake up saying those things, saying those things to yourself before you even start your day or when you go to bed at night, I want to put like put up sticky notes on my mirror or something that say these types of things. And again, with like my whole wall of like positive message, I've messages I've received received. Oh, my God, I can't speak. The truck outside got me distracted. Um, but stuff like that. And the last step, step six, start telling yourself, I love you. And that relates back to the sticky notes. Like, I really want to put sticky notes up around my apartment or in my car that just say, like, I love you. I'm proud of you. 
You're doing amazing, sweetie. The Chris Kardashian meme. <laughs> but seriously, like, it sounds really cheesy. And, like, I hate even saying that. Because, like, it's not cheesy. It's just, like, telling yourself, I love you. It's, it's real shit. Like, it's important. Because you're, again, you're the one that has you your whole life. And you don't get to see what other people see of you. Other people may have great memories of you. They may think of you and think of certain times and just have, like, great memories. They laugh. They smile when they think of you. They have certain experiences they they tell you about. Like, oh, I remember when you and I did this. And it's like, you don't realize that a lot of people, like, think really highly of you. So you have to start thinking really highly of yourself and start telling yourself that I love you. Oh my god, I'm just checking my time right here. I thought this episode, wait, what time is it? Wait a minute. I thought this episode was literally going to be like 20 minutes. <laughs> but it's, it's an hour. Okay, fun. Um, self-love is worth an hour. Hello. So... With all these steps, you start to realize how truly amazing you are and what you deserve. It allows you to, as just for some examples, it allows you to not settle on future relationships. It allows you to be secure and not anxious in relationships. It allows you to balance your life so that work or school or whatever it is isn't the number one priority in your life. It allows you to keep the good friends and say, see ya to the toxic ones. It allows you to grow confident and really start to love yourself and thrive independently. Meaning like you don't need to rely on a partner. And it allows you to truly achieve all your dreams. And like, I'm not kidding. Everything that's happened to me recently, me changing my job to part-time, me really like having the time now and dedication to do this podcast, I'm going to start doing my other YouTube videos Like, it really, truly stemmed from self-love and self-confidence and prioritizing me. Like, I've made all these new decisions for myself to to start doing this business, to make my, my brand as a digital creator. I was talking to my Nana and my aunt the other day. And I was like, yeah, I like, I'm, I'm thinking of maybe moving to California, um, but also maybe like Germany or Italy or France or um, the Netherlands. Like, why not? And they were kind of like, oh, like, why? And I'm, in my head, I'm just like, because who cares? Because why not? Like, I'm starting to, my, my, my path of like, where I could, where I could go in this life is like, starting to be endless like I can I can really truly do whatever I want and so can you and like I really hope this episode helps unpack certain things for you and that you can start doing these steps to learning self-love and putting yourself first because it really is so 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 important and I put myself first by not putting on makeup today and um, because I wasn't feeling like it And I think I look beautiful without makeup. And I just sat down to the podcast very casually um, because I didn't want to stress myself out and be a perfectionist with uh, my podcast, which I tend to do. Um, But yeah, 
I have this amazing candle. It smells lovely. And the sun's just come out, which is so crazy. Um, so I'm going to go enjoy the day. And I hope you enjoy your day too. And whatever comes, everything will be okay. And you're amazing. And yeah, I will see you guys in the next episode. That wraps it up for today. I love you guys so much. Literally, you, you are truly so amazing. You have no idea. I hope you have an amazing day. I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> Bye.